Welcome everybody to another episode of Let Me Finish. This is your boy Dom. Hey, this is Greg. And this week we are missing Antonio. He is traveling for work right now, so he's not going to be here. But when we made this decision that whenever we have one of us missing, we will invite one of our friends to come on the podcast to help us out this week while they're gone. And because we have really interesting friends, we want to be involved and we have a lot of funny people in our lives. And this week we have our friend Nancy who's going to be helping us out. Yeah! Welcome, Nancy. Sure, I'll make sure to edit I'm so in. excited. I'll make sure to edit in some horns and, and stuff in there. Please. Some <laughs> claps, some like, wow. Yes, yeah, all, all, all of that. So Nancy's going to be helping us out this week um, mm-hmm. as we discuss our topic on this week on the podcast. I'm very excited for this conversation. Um, before we jump into it, what's going on? How was you guys' week? Well, let's go na- let Nancy tell herself. Oh my god! My week? Yeah. <laughs> Introduce yourself. About yourself. <laughs> Introduce yourself to the people. How was your weekend? Hi, people. My name is Nancy, and I'm the uh, interesting friend. Yes. And the, these are my very two favorite friend. people in the world. Yes. And Nancy is the funniest person on the face of no, this I'm earth. No, I'm not. Good she loves me. has us rolling constantly. No. <laughs> it is honesty, like, to the max. Yes. Always. <laughs> Nancy. I do have, she's I do like have a disclaimer as far as a friend, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, like, she's... not everybody can handle Nancy, her honesty, you know? She's very honest. If you want somebody to tell you the truth to your face, yeah. she's going to be the person to the do it. The truth shall set you free. I think we all need a friend like that. Yeah, I agree. So, so tell the tell the people a little bit about yourself, Nancy. Um, I'm a very I'm I'm from Uganda, East Africa, mm-hmm. close to yep. Kenya. Most people know Kenya, but you, you know Ugandans are right there, We're neighbors. I moved here when I was 14, but I'm I consider myself African. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. And I consider myself African too. I consider Great. myself <laughs> European. <laughs> Greg is like, I consider myself, I don't know. Right. A marker. I mean <laughs> marker, yeah. <laughs> so how was your weekend? It was great. I hung out with you, Dom. Mm-hmm. Went to sushi. Love sushi. And I slept on Saturday. So you Wait. Had a, you had a relaxing weekend. Actually, I did not. That Saturday was, isn't that? No, Friday I went out with Chin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, Saturday I needed to sleep for sure to okay. recover. So what's late for you? Late? like Yeah, when did you wake up? If I may ask, is oh. that personal? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. I'll wake up early. I'm just conditioned to wake up early, but then I'll go back to sleep. What's yes. early? 6 a.m. Oh, 6 a.m. is early. It's my yeah, internal clock. Early. Man, my internal clock, I think the older I get, the more my body just likes to wake up earlier. So I get up, I'm, I'm up regardless at 8 o'clock in the morning. Same. I Unless feel like I my internal clock is like 8.45, like right before work mm-hmm. to get like on the computer. On and time. Yeah, but it's yeah. still like 9.05, 9.15. I wish my schedule was 9. I know, me too. I don't. I want to be an early person. <laughs> Cause then you get off later if you're if you start late. That's yes, true. Exactly. My weekend was kind of chill. Um, I didn't really do too much this weekend. I just ran some errands, and me and Memphis are currently dog sitting. 
for 10 days. We, 10 days. 10 yes. days. Is it today your ninth day? Today is our eighth day. Eighth day. So tomorrow's the ninth day and then Friday is our And your Memphis day. went to someone's place on Saturday as well. Yes, we hung out on Saturday as well. But Did you take the puppy? No, we did not take the puppy. <laughs> <laughs> this puppy. I hope Philip and Darius um, don't listen. Philip and Darius, he's not neglecting your puppy. No, not at all. No. He's always Puppies somebody's loved. always looking at him. Very loved. Um, but he it's a lot, y'all. Like I just I realize officially I don't think that I'm ready for a dog, especially a puppy. It's just he's so needy and um you have to watch them. They get into everything, and they like to whine. And I'm I'm a I'm a sucker for like puppies whining. Like I always just want to be like, it's okay, you know. We're just in the other room. You're fine. So you're the nurturer. I'm the nurturer. Is the one that's like, yeah, he's definitely the one that's more more strict. Like, did, did he you feed him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did did he roll up a newspaper? No, 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 no abuse. We don't abuse animals, but I just realized that. I just don't think I'm ready for a puppy, and no. especially until I get a house or something, maybe, yes. and I can just let them outside in the yard. They can run around. Yeah, absolutely. While I'm in a, an apartment, apartment complex, I don't no. think that's something that I'm ready for right yeah. now. Yeah, and it's not fair to the puppy either. Not fair to no. him. And you know what's funny? Um, Memphis was, during this whole situation with our do us dog sitting, he looked at me and he was like, you know what? I think we can't get a cat. He's been so against getting a cat, you guys. Really? I've been trying to convince him, like, you know, cats aren't that bad. Yeah. And he looked at me after this whole dog sitting experience. He was like, I, th I think I'll be okay with, like, getting a cat, you oh, know? Okay, so both of y'all kind of are on the same page. On the, on the same page. Would you dog sit again? I, let me ask you that. We would definitely dog yes. sit again. We love dogs. But with this particular puppy, he needs to be a, a little older. <laughs> a little potty trained. A little, po a little more potty trained. And a completely different A little puppy. more trained. <laughs> yes. And, and neutered. They <laughs> hasn't got their shots yet. Muzzled. Yeah. Yeah, a little a little more seasoned. We need the puppy to be a little more seasoned. So maybe when he's like two or three, he can he can come back. Um, but yeah, he's he's a cute puppy. It's just he's it's adorable. Just, it's I'll just watch him. Yeah, you you should. I'll definitely watch him. You I definitely don't space. have a problem with dogs. First of all, why did <laughs> they ask mean? Graham to do it? <laughs> they did ask. They ask, and they were like, um, "We're getting a puppy uh, next week, and then we're going to town for ten days." Would you mind dog sitting? And I was like, yeah, of course. And then they kind of came back and were like, dominate. Want to, which I ultimately respected because it's like, well, you can't they fight. knew. Right. Well, they, they probably looked at dominate and they looked at me and they're like, who's more dependable? Who would you pick? Nancy? Facts. <laughs> <laughs> always, always honest. Always honest. <laughs> well, Greg, how was your weekend? What did you do? I didn't see you. Oh, so I've been like overworked, underpaid, stressed. Uh, my brother was in town from Los Angeles. Heard nice. of it? Yes. Heard of it? A small, small and, town. Um, he was visiting my hometown, which is Abilene. So I went for the weekend. and It was just so nice. And then on Sunday, came back to Fort Worth. And I held my cousin. I had two niece, like twins. Mm -hmm. What would that? That's my like second cousin, right? Your so explain it again. Right. Okay, so my this is like a riddle. Cousin got my kids. My cousin had two twin babies. Your second cousin. Second cousin. So yeah. I help, got to help my, but they're like still my nieces somehow, like in my head. Because your cousin is like your sister. Well, it's, it's a boy, but he is. Oh, he's okay. my. He's he like is like brother. my sister. 
<laughs> if your cousin had a kid, that would be your nephew. I know that, but you know how you're so close to like I have a cousin that I consider my sister because we're so we yeah. grew up together. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's still my cousin at the end of the day. But I, I understand mm. being like, oh, you're, you're like my sister, so those yeah. are like my nieces and nephews. Yeah. 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 I mean, I would say yeah, he's kind of like a brother. So, um, but just like to hold infants is very scary. But I mean, they're very scary. cute. I like them when they're a little bit older though, because it's like, just very like fragile. Fragile, so fragile. So you fragile. Know? I mean, but I wasn't like hung over or anything, so I was fine. I could have held it on. To- In fact, <laughs> everybody was eating, and I was like holding one by that myself. That was your worry. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. over to hold this baby. Imagine, imagine having twins to begin with. My mom is a First twin. First of all, that would be so, so terrifying. My Let mom, me knock on wood, cause watch me get some twins. Do you have mom. a history of twins in your family? My auntie has twins. There you go. And the, you said your Wait, mom? Wait, no, actually, it's my mom's cousin. But, of course, she's my aunt, right? Yeah. yeah. Mom's cousin, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a No, she's your, she's your great cousin, right? Or she's your great cousin. Second cousin. I don't know. She's your, my mom's, your mom's co- cousin? She's Not, my mom's cousin. Your mom's sibling would be your aunt. But her your mom's cousin would be your great cousin. We're really getting into like family we, lineage we really are. this episode. Should our topic the be fact like? I even know the terminology <laughs> is crazy. I have a big family. The, let's just say this: I it's say either it, there's two, it. two or three family terms. It's either your grandpa, your brother, your sister, or your cousin, cousin. or your aunt. If it's your sis, if it's your mom's cousin, it's still your aunt. So we're, 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 yeah, we're, that's we're, how we look at it. It's too confusing. My cousin had a baby. It's my niece. Two yeah. nieces. <laughs> Facts. That's that's yeah. But my mom is a twin, and she's always like growing oh my up. Gosh. Growing up, she's like I'm either you and twins. your sister are gonna have twins. I can't wait to see which one it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. And you're well, like, I know who it is. Well, my sister definitely didn't have twins, and I'm not having kids anytime soon. So I hope she doesn't get her. You just but decided never your, But what if it's your sperm? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. I wonder if you can get your sperm tested to see if you're like more likely to have twins. I don't think that's a thing. It's soon it's going to be. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. So this week, guys, our topic is, because we have our friend Nancy here with us and she's from a different country, we just want to talk about the differences that she's seen and, you know, can, can say that she's noticed, you know, while being in America, you know, and growing up in a different country and then coming here. Um, so Nancy, mm-hmm. what is one of the main differences that you can tell from being back home and then coming back here in America? Okay, so I'll preface this. Okay. Like, you know, I've been here since I was 14. Mm-hmm. I'm obviously way, I've lived here for more than 14 years. Mm-hmm. So I've. Equal parts, but not really. Right. Okay, okay. So it may not be too accurate, but obviously, I'm just going to remember from like when when I first came here, my first shell shop. Yes. I think it's accurate because it is accurate. Your formative years are, it doesn't matter. They were kind of gone a little bit. It doesn't matter until you've been here, like if you've been here 30 years and you were still, and you got it for 14 years, Mm -hmm. that's still Still who you were when you were like forming, you know, when you were somebody's niece. I agree. I agree. I had friends and everything. I still have memories and stuff like that. And you still go back home. And you I still, still go back home. You still go yeah. back home and travel and you get yeah. to still see those differences as exactly. an adult. Exactly. As well. So when you fresh, wide-eyed Nancy coming to America for the first time. <laughs> what, what was that culture shock like? If there was one. There was a lot. Okay, so the first thing is... 
you know, back home, mind you, my country is a third world country, right? So this idea that you have, and this is something that's perpetuated in media, and it goes both ways. Just the way everyone perpetuates the way Africa is, Mm -hmm. they perpetuate America being something else as well. Right. Mm -hmm. So obviously it is the land of the opportunity or whatever, but the land of the rich for some reason everyone over there thinks just because you live here you're automatically rich oh wow okay yeah like literally you cannot be poor in their eyes Mm -hmm. but the thing is you come here so that's the perception that i'm coming from right right like everything is so nice mind you like the person that bought us here is living in like a two-bedroom apartment and Mm -hmm. there's like four kids yeah and her so, and I'm coming from over there where it's like, uh, we have like a home for the family, big family and all of that. I come here and it's, the poverty did hit me. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was kind of like, what the, you know. <laughs> You're I like, came I here. came here I came this. from there. I came to, here to live with. Yeah, let me just <laughs> go back. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just, you know, like there's access to things. Yeah. But. If you're still in that same um, place, it, it really doesn't make a difference. Now it's like, I'm not even like when, okay. So the thing is over there, you don't work until you've graduated or you get married mm-hmm. or whatever. Like you're not required to work. So when you come here, I was 14. My auntie was like, you have to work. Right. I was like, what? <laughs> I thought it was for adults. <laughs> I just go to school and eat. Right. What am I going to do? I'm 14. Right. Right. I don't even think you can get a job at 14. In New Jersey, you could. As long as they signed it, yeah. Wow, okay. Like a minor, they sign your high school papers, the times that you're working and stuff like that. that wow. Did not know Do you that. get like credit to school? Like what are the... I didn't know. I know that my first job was at Kmart and I didn't even know how to count American money. Jeez. Wow. Remember Kmart, everybody? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> rest in peace. I love Kmart. I love In Cape Kmart May, too. New Jersey. Little, Ce- Little Caesars has never tasted the same since <laughs> <laughs> Kmart, okay? But that's wow. You were yeah. working at 14. I definitely was not working at 14. Definitely. Yeah, I was working. I was like mowing lawns. That's, yeah. I mean, that's a job. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a job. job. I always had pocket money. Basically, my auntie was like, anyone that's here and you can work, you will have to work. But it's a, it feels good to make your own money. It really does. I mean, like... I wasn't making my own... That money was going to her. She took all my paychecks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't see it. That's sad. You didn't yeah. get to keep a little to yourself? Like, no. to buy something nice at Kmart? Nothing. Like, a little hair bow? Literally, she, I would get my paycheck and send it like you know because back in the days like papers yeah i didn't have an account so yeah. direct deposit she knew when i got my paychecks all of us it, you know it was me my my two my two sisters and my brother okay. how would you so my my sheila didn't work because she was she wasn't yeah, yeah. legal enough yeah to work. so how did you get to and from work she dropped us off oh she dropped you off and sometimes we'd have to take the bus okay. if she wasn't available to do it did your siblings work at kmart also or like in different places Different places. Like where? So my my older sister worked at a nursing home. My brother worked at some cleaning company. I don't know what he was doing, but yeah. But eventually they got tired of that. I mean, that shit only lasted for like a year before oh. everyone just ran away. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm going to make my own money. If I'm going to make money, I'm going to make my own money. 
you know, like she couldn't keep it up for that long. So yeah, but no, the culture shock for me, the biggest one was I thought I was going to come here and just be rich and I wasn't and I had to work. Yeah. I mean, a lot. do you feel like that was a good lesson for you or you're like, no, do, like, can you look at it and be like, oh, you know, I learned some things and I learned like resourcefulness and independence or you're like, of course up. I did. Yeah. I mean, I've been by myself, like literally, cause you can't put a burden on your siblings. They're not going to take care of you like that. Right. So you have to take care of yourself. So I've always been, but this is not, um, it's not like boohoo. Oh my gosh. Your parent just like sent you somewhere. Back home, you go to boarding school since you're a child. So it wasn't different. It was more like, like boarding school yeah. away from your family. Away from your family. And okay. You, yeah. So it was just like, okay, I'm just going away. And how long are you in boarding school for before you can reunite with your family? So we have the school year, you have three terms, and I think it's three months each term. Okay. And then you go on holiday. Oh, so it was like three months at a time, and then you would get to come back home. Yeah. Okay. For like three months. Yeah. And oh, okay. So basically, the it's emulated with the British system because okay. we were colonized by the British. So mm -hmm. the way the British do their stuff is basically how we do our stuff. Okay. Interesting. Um. So how would you like? How was American school and like boarding school in Uganda? I mean, I'm sure they were. Different. Very different. Yeah. Like you guys go home each day. You you and then you go to school from home each day. Yeah. We are sent away to school. You live there basically for three months. Like and Hogwarts kind of. Yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> I related to Harry Potter so much. <laughs> exactly like that. And then you have like one day where your family visits you, like a, a each month, the third Sunday or something like that. Oh, okay. But like. The thing is, though, some kids, and I experienced it, if your parents are too busy to come visit you, mm. you don't get a visit. Oh. So literally, like, on Sunday, you're waiting all day, and then, like, if you don't get a visit, like, you're going to bed, like, everyone saw their parents, they and got, like, didn't. food and all of that. Yeah, it used to be so sad. Really? So sad. Yeah, but, oh I mean, you go, like, that's the thing, though, you toughen up. It's like, that's life. You get yeah. taught what life is. Life is not like all roses and shit. Like no. it has its ups and downs. So you appreciate the ups anytime you get them. When you came here and it wasn't like you thought it would be, did you think about like, I kind of want to go back home? Yeah, I cried for months. I literally called my mom crying. I'm like, I want to come back. Like, why <laughs> yeah. did you send me here? What is this? But she was like, nah, you got to stay over there. You know, what are you coming back here for? And that's why she ultimately sent you? Like, was, was it for the land of opportunity thing? Yeah, like, that's was that... what it was. I mean, it, it has lifted our family up, though, like, for real, you know, because I can just send money, my brother can, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's it lifted us up, but at the sacrifice of me not having a good childhood like that. Mm -hmm. I don't have my mom. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious as far as, like, the difference when it comes to, like, food. Oh, it's you know, very different. You guys have manufactured food. Yeah, we have manufactured food. We have fast food. Not saying that they, there's not fast food in different countries or whatever, but I feel like even the fast food in different countries It's is not different. fast. Yeah. yeah. So how was your food experience, your eating experience, you know, over here? Or like what was like the first time you went to McDonald's? Like what's your first experience like going to like a very a quintessential fast like fast food restaurant? I'll tell you this story. So we first landed, it was like we landed in JFK, right? Because mm -hmm. my auntie lived in New Jersey. So that was the closest airport. So she came and picked us up and she had like 
KFC <laughs> for us. Mm-hmm. First of all, I've never seen such big chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And she said it was chicken. I was like, is this really chicken? Because it's so big. But when I first tasted it, there is a distinct, and this is something I experience when I go home too, that you can feel the taste, or you taste the different taste. Mm-hmm. You have to get used to that taste. Like So when I go home from here for like a couple of days, food just tastes weird. Yeah. And You're saying that there's my a... My palate has to get used to it. There's like kind of a distinctness yes. to all of the food. Yes. Like it has this very American yes. like underlying yeah. flavor. Yeah. Do you like what make would be sick or something? Or no. It doesn't make me sick. You just have to get used to. You just have to get used to. Yeah. When I go back to my country, fruits taste sweeter. Really? Oh. Fresher. Fried foods have like a, a weird after like oil taste. Mm-hmm. The oily taste different. Mm-hmm. And over here too, when I come back, it, it's it changes. Like yeah. the fruit is a little bit like bland. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not as delicious, but then I get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying like the flavor is kind of like yeah. muted here. Yes. Yeah. A little bit muted. Even I, think, I can believe that. Yeah. yeah for for sure. sure. Yeah. The flavors are definitely muted here. You don't like taste the the food fresh, right? But is, you you can't tell until you leave here, though. Of course. <laughs> is it like one thing in particular you remember tasting when you got here and was like, oh my god, like a slice of pizza? Yeah, no, that no, I I didn't know what pizza was until I came here. Like they don't do pizza. Over how did something you... that like blew your mind? That, that chicken like... blew my mind. That oh, how big it was? Yeah, how big it was, and also how it tasted. It just tasted. So different. What is this barbecue sauce? <laughs> Bro, it was just different. To this day, I cannot eat KFC. <laughs> I kind of was a little bit traumatized. Well, how was it dr- learning how to drive in America? Oh my God, it was a lot. Because, you know, back in my country, we drive on the other side of the road. Mm-hmm. So growing up, I was used to cars being on the other side of the road. Mm-hmm. I have a very distinct story. Like this guy, when I worked at Kmart, this one white guy. They don't mean whatever. We went on a date. And I he made me drive his car. Oh. And I was driving it on. It was like a Lincoln. Yeah. I was driving on the wrong side of the road for like five minutes. And he was looking at me. So I, I didn't know. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's looking at me. I'm like, What's going on with this guy? And then he's like, you're driving on the wrong side. I was like, oh, oops. <laughs> That's one thing that Didn't scares know. I thought it me. was normal. That scares me about going to different countries and just yeah. driving. Like, I'm scared to you drive anywhere outside of the U.S. Because it's like, I don't know what all the signs mean. I don't, people, I feel like in other countries, people just walk in front of cars. Yeah, like they nothing. don't. People don't respect traffic laws like they do here. Yeah. In my country, I'm I'm like, why do you even have traffic lights? (laughs) No one is following this. (laughs) I could never. I watch Amazing Race sometimes, and I see how they travel to all these different countries, and they have to get rentals and look at maps to try to figure out how to get Motorcycles, pedestrians, a goat, cars. You don't know what's going on. I would be so terrified to drive in any other country. I just, I just don't think I could do it. I could barely drive in this country, let alone going to somewhere else. Country. 
<laughs> and then the, the, the steering wheel, if it's on the other side, the steering wheel is on the other side as well. So I think that's what would trip me like, out more than the yeah. other side of the street thing. It's just like, up. it's, yeah, it's completely. <laughs> Where, where's the steering wheel? <laughs> where's the steering yeah. wheel? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then most of them use manual. Like, oh, I think okay. America that's what I is so spoiled yeah. with the automatic. Yes. Do you know how to use a manual? Oh, no. Me either. I've tried it before, and it was very like the. I drove skirt. one before for six months. Oh, my gosh. I grew up in the country, and I, my dad had a, a stick shift. Yeah, Here, stick they shift. call them stick yeah, shifts. Yeah, it's a stick shift, yeah. And then my uncle had a truck that was a stick shift, and they tried to teach me how to do it, and I just never could learn. It's so confusing. That's when they and, and if you do it wrong, you can fuck up your car. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good thing you didn't learn to drive in Uganda, right? Like, that would have been even harder to, like, no. come over here. And no, then, no, like, no. Oh, did you drive in Uganda? No, I didn't. But, like, I think it's, it's beneficial because you're driving a stick shift and then you're driving in conditions that are not controlled I at couldn't, all. I couldn't really imagine. So, like, it's like <laughs> driving in New York times 20. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what it is like if you can survive driving in my country oh you can fall asleep over here driving and you'll be fine <laughs> no i drove a stick shift for for six months you weren't there but my brother this is how i learned how to drive a stick shift i didn't have a i needed a car mm-hmm. you know i had to drive all the way to mesquite yeah so do you know what he did he just took me on like one he we went on a hill it was one evening, and then the next morning, he's like, well, I'll go with you, but you're driving. I'll just be in the car. Mm-hmm. So I went, and then he took the car, came back, picked me up. I drove back. The next day, you're going by yourself. <laughs> Shit in my pants. But I learned. Yeah. And then after I switched to driving on automatic, I was so bored driving. Like, like I, I was like, I, I have so much shit to do with yeah. my hands. Yeah. I would be bored all day. I, there's no way. It's I got used to it. Though. There's nothing more terrifying than driving a stick shift and being stuck on a hill. <laughs> Once that car starts to rolling back, there is no like brake that's gonna like break. You that's have to, how like, I learned to never to park really close behind cars because mm-hmm. you just never know. Because when I was on in my stick shift i didn't know how hilly you you don't even know like it could be like a flat but like just when that stick your car rolls back so i used to always in my head i'm just like please don't park so close behind me i'm about to roll back and then guess what i'm gonna lie that you were ended (laughs) guess what i'm not gonna leave a note (laughs) i'm not gonna leave a note oh my gosh so in reference to uh, the differences of being home, how how was it different from dating, like dating in America? Never. I, 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 I don't know. What are your? But you, I'm sure you have family there that have have dated. Yeah, and... I'll tell you this: the difference. Can can I say niggas? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. African niggas and the niggas here different. Because over there, women are raised to be at home, cook, and all of that. And men are supposed to take care of the family. So mm-hmm. if they're dating you, um, I feel like niggas over here, it's more of, I don't know. They, don't, they, they could care less 
like over there, a guy has to pay for everything. If they're dating you, they mm. they're expected to pay for a bill or two or three or four or five. Mm-hmm. Like it's just expected. They're courting you. They're yeah, like, you yeah. can't just date a girl I'm over there without that. having <laughs> to pay for anything. Yeah. yeah, that's not what dating is. They don't have that idea. That's not what it is. They come here and they get that idea, and and then you know they're like, oh my god, we can get away with not doing a lot for someone to have sex with us. Yeah. Over there, you have to work for it. You, have, you gotta pay someone's rent to <laughs> get something, you know. But that's how the society is. So, I I don't like that I started dating here. I mm-hmm. wish I started dating there because my mentality would be so different. Right. Like my older sister, the reason she's married is she just has a different mentality. Mm-hmm. Like when I tell her some story, she's like, "He didn't pay. He didn't do anything. You had sex with him, you know, like." <laughs> <laughs> it's like he Damien needs to give you a ring for you to have sex with him. That's well, the extent of it. Well, I feel like if you were were to like grow up more there and date more back in your country, you wouldn't be the woman you are today. today no, I understand. You that, would be for completely sure. different. Yeah. Like I respect you how you are as I know you, but yeah. who knows if, if Nancy would have like even hung out with us. Yeah. Even hung out with us. True. <laughs> that is so true, actually. I, I don't smoke weed. What is this? Get, get that no, out of my No, you tell face. my business. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we have code names for everybody. <laughs> but he's like... But me. Yeah. Look, we talk about it all. No, here. we dropped your name once in another episode. You do? You guys miss me? Yeah, we miss you. Because we said we hung out with Uganda. Greg said so that. He didn't, wanna, he didn't want to say your name. So, so people are getting Uganda now? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all do not walk up to Nancy and, call, and say... And call her Uganda, Uganda. right? so rude. <laughs> I mean, I'll appreciate it, but that, that would be rude after like three people. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Would you... So I know that you travel home every once in a while, mm-hmm. but I know we've had this conversation... Thoughts on like moving back home? Oh yeah! Oh wow! I really want to. I feel yeah. like um, I've been working, you know, for a long time here, and I feel like I need to retire. I'm tired of like the like spinning wheel and all of that. Like the reason I changed my mind is because I have a friend that's from my country. She's younger than me. She's literally like 24. She went back home. Mm-hmm. She's a software engineer, so she works, you know, remotely anywhere. Yeah. anywhere. And she was there for three months. And she didn't. She went back. Loved it. When she was here, she was depressed and all of that. Calls me every other two days and and all that. And maybe one day you guys will get to invite her. She can talk about the depression episode. Yeah, you would love that. Do that with episode. therapy and stuff, but yeah. Yeah, no, she went there, she loved it, and she's like, Nancy, like, my dream is to go over there, get, like, a place to live, and maybe come here every, like, the seasons when it's summer. Yeah. That's my dream, too, because I get depressed in the winter, so, like, when it's summer, I can come back, be here for three months, but for the rest of the year, I'm back home, and then I don't have bills that I'm paying here, because over there, you know, you have your land, you own that land, you build your own home, we don't, Mm -hmm. that's how it is, you know? Like, I have land waiting for me that I need to go build. And if I do, I'm just going to do that. So, yeah. That's yeah. cool. You don't got to pay Is rent. Is it family land? Like yeah. Nice. What, would your neighbors be, like, other family members? No, not 
not really unless I want to. Then I would yeah. have to buy the land next oh, to me. Oh, I didn't know if it was like a big thing of land and like it was. It's people not, got different parts of it. No, my mom um, has a thing where she wants to like her legacy is to just leave land for each of her kids, mm-hmm. um, and also just build something like that's she's trying to build something yeah she wants us to build something as a family so i know for sure i'll always have my roots over there it's like i'm not split i'm not like oh i'm gonna be you know i'm gonna live here forever i pray every day that the husband that i get if he's not from over there can allow me to live in both places if he's really wants to live over here wherever he wants to live but i always want to be home at the end of the day, that's my home, you know? Yeah, it makes sense. And you've been away for so long. For so long. When's the last I mean, time I'm due at? to go back 2016. 2016. I was supposed to go back last year. I just didn't. But I definitely am going to make it a point to go back this year. Like, my mom is mad at me because I didn't go back the, like last year. I can only imagine how difficult it is not traveling home to see your family. Yeah. Just because my family is... 12, I drive 10, away. 10 hours yeah. away. Like, just in another Greg's state. Greg's family. Do you know how, how jealous I am that Greg complains? Greg is like, oh my God, my mom, my dad, they come see me. And I'm like, I wish I had that. I wish, yeah. you know, my mom could just come see me on a random Wednesday. Yeah. Or I wish I could just go see my mom like you. You know, you mm-hmm. just got to drive home. I can't. I have to, like, like plan. Pre- plan prepare and plan. I can't even leave for that long because of work mm-hmm. and it's just it's, it's sad it's frustrating yeah it is and I mean I, I probably do take it for granted because homesickness is like a it's feeling a, yeah. it's yeah. a you feeling. wouldn't know if you're not away from home that, yeah. like, that's not your fault no if you can't feel it that's good I think for me it's it's been good because it's like I grew up uh, surrounded by nothing but family and friends. So my first time like getting away from them was going to college. Yeah. And though it wasn't in another country, it was me still by myself. I was still away. I was still by myself and yeah. it was like I had to figure this out on my own. Yeah. And even though I missed home, I knew I needed to be away away from them. And I have never went back home since. Like I only go home once a year, really, just to visit mm-hmm. holidays and or if something happens, then I, I go home. But um, and I I like that for myself. Yeah. But I can't say that it would be the same if I've been in a totally different country and I wasn't able to go home would every be, single year. Let me ask you guys a question: mm-hmm. Would you guys be able for you you and Greg? Would you be able to survive? Like how? Like would you be put yourself in my shoes? Right. If you had to move to another country, what's another like country? Where do Americans send their like Switzerland or something? Switzerland. <laughs> Let's say your parents are like at fourteen, go to Europe, just be over there, figure it out until you're done with college, and you have a job, then you can come back. Like, would you be able to survive at fourteen? No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I went to UT after living in Abilene, like. The full 18 years of my life, right? I went to UT and like four hours away, I couldn't handle you it. Handle <laughs> it was it? too much, dude. It was too crazy. Four hours? Yeah. I oh, went yeah. back after my freshman year because I got arrested a couple times. <laughs> if we're being real. Not arrested. <laughs> like I couldn't handle the freedom, you what know? What were you getting arrested for? <sighs> PIs, 
Uh, what is a PA? Like a public intoxication, minor in possession, resisting arrest. I was bad, y'all. Jeez. So do you think you I could have? You think I could with your white self? <laughs> You think I could have gone to Switzerland? Like, no, not really. You I would have been. I would have been in Switzerland courts, like <laughs> saying pleading guilty, but like in Swiss. Look, they would have like oh dropped you off at the border. We don't want him anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm really proud of myself because I also went to to college four hours away from home, and you and I stuck. I, I stuck it out. I stuck it out the whole way. I never went back home. And in fact, I've never lived at home since I left. What age? Oh, I was 18 when I left. You seem like you were like uh, one of those kids that were like younger than everybody in your grade. No, I I think I was... Did you have a late birthday or... You had a mid-birthday. Yeah, I I have a mid-birthday. I was like the oldest person in my class. Because I have a late birthday, June. Were you like that or were you the youngest person? Look, were you... I wouldn't know you... The American system is different. But like... Your like grade you're in, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what did you turn like say 16 before everybody or after everybody? Because we're both June birthdays. It would have been after because I skipped a grade. Like I was too smart for a grade, so I skipped. I could see that. Honestly. Well, when does school end? It is in May. No, not for us. For <laughs> over there. <laughs> In a, in a different country, like I know, we go we go up until senior year, but in a different country, like where do where do you as end? far as high school? Yeah, like yeah, we for okay, yeah, that's good. Like we have four years of high school. Okay, so you have three years of like uh, when you first start pre, I guess preschool, mm-hmm. and then you have seven, six, no, six years of. Elementary. High school, elementary, and all of that. It's all together. Well, no, elementary, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have four years of high school, and then you have two years of post-high school, pre-college, and then you go to university. Oh, so that post-high school, pre-college, is that like it's, mandatory? Yes, it's two years. That's when you specialize what field you want to go to, like what major. Hmm. So those two years, you're figuring out if you want to be sciences or arts. You kind of, and by the time you even go to university, you're just following that path of whatever sciences it. That's kind of smart because for a 18, 19 year old to pick what they're gonna do for the rest of the life, yeah, it's, it's so, so stupid. stupid. So to have like two years to like kind of yeah figure it out, that's yeah. really smart. It's like two years going to community college and yeah. then go to real college. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're kind of figuring out um, what you want. But the thing is, it's not like you're figuring it out like that, like that. Like, our education system is crazy, too. But I don't know. Maybe it's just this country. But when I came here, the grade that I was in, I was supposed to be in with the rest of the kids here. Mm -hmm. I kind of had already, like, we already studied a lot of that stuff. Okay. In other grades. I feel like the American system, they spoon feed you guys. Like, everything is so watered down. Yeah. And over there, it's like, that's why most of the African kids that come here are just smart. But it's not because they're intelligent. (laughs) They just learn a lot more shit way faster than you guys started to. So what grade did you skip? Oh, it was like preschool. Well, I skipped two times. I skipped... So preschool, I skipped like a middle grade, and then later on, like 
elementary i skipped like the second to the last and first of all you're talking to a math major <laughs> over here okay we should have led with that we should have no. started the ep with that a math major that didn't do shit with it that <laughs> does not make sense there's one thing you have to be strong at and that's math and i could never imagine going to college being a math major you know how much, how much math you probably have to take probably trigonometry Ugh. And what are, I don't even know the other maths. What are the other uh, maths? Calculus, algebra, calculus, calculus, calculus three, physics, accounting of some sort, biology. Do you know that was like my second decision major? That's the major that I settled on. That I was like, okay, I don't know what to do anymore, but I know I like math classes. Really? Yeah. Ugh. Said no one ever. I know. <laughs> I had to take one math class at UT for my uh, major, and I cheated. Oh, I cannot believe I didn't get caught because I used to have people pay me. I used to do that. Really? Papers. I had to take two. I had to take um, calculus and I had to take one semester of trigonometry. I don't know. I'm good with math classes. I hate any like history, all of that. I don't like that. History like, is so boring. I mean, it's it not so if you have a good teacher. Yeah, you that's just true. have someone. You need to have someone that makes history makes it alive. interesting. I don't know if this counts, but in college, I was really good at statistics. Statistics, okay. Does that count as math? It does count as math. I was really good. I took both one and two that's statistics, really and my I didn't never had to take my final because I always did so well in the class. And my my professor I had the same professor for both classes, and that's he was why. like. He was like, you really should do a minor in st- statistics. Like, you. <laughs> you obviously didn't major in it, baby. Right, you can't say right. it. I know, I can't say <laughs> it. Like, statistics. Oh, we, we. Or maybe you just had a great teacher that you gravitated towards. Maybe, Sometimes. Maybe that, maybe that it was it. It takes a good teacher. It really honestly. does. You didn't have to put my speech impediment on blast. Like I mean, that, it's already common knowledge among the pod listeners that but we like, always what's speak your speech impediment? I mean, he's got a list. Wireless. You have a list? I do. I have, a, I have a good I, I hide a little bit I don't but know You know what's crazy All Me, Greg, and Antonio All went to speech class Really? During grade school mm-hmm. Did you take speech class? No I clearly speak very well oh, You well. Just... <laughs> <laughs> well Daryl was our first guest Two weeks ago And we were like Wait did you go to speech class? And Daryl had two So we were just Yeah He, said, okay. he said he had a She skips preschool She did not take right. speech class I was too smart At <laughs> this point if I was in this country, I could have been Bill Gates. <laughs> Honestly. I'm too smart for my own good sometimes. I know. I'm curious, like, is it common for people back in your country to send their children to different countries? No, 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 no. It's not. Actually, for us, it's more... It was a blessing. Mm-hmm. Like, people do these things, like, where they play the lottery to win, like, a visa to come to the U.S. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know how my auntie got one, honestly, but I remember... I know my mom... I don't know the whole thing. I'd have to find out, but originally, my auntie got one. I don't know how she did. Mm-hmm. I mean, she may have slept with an American guy. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know the story. But for some reason, one day she came back. She's, she said she's coming here. And the, I remember, you know, my mom was like, she, my mom's the oldest out of the whole family. Mm-hmm. So like she had to, I remember my mom had to like rile up money for her. She also had to get money on her own. So I feel like um, the only reason we were even, we came here is because my auntie felt like she owed my mom. Oh, okay. So we were the kids. And also we were the oldest cousins, obviously, the oldest kids. Yeah. So, but yeah, the the whole plan was for the family 
more family members we have here, the more the better our family is. At yeah, home. that makes that sense. That was the whole thing. It. So it's like now it was like five family members that I hear. So it's it's just a better opportunity. Honestly, I'm not gonna down coming here. I just wish I wasn't the culprit that had to do it. I wish yeah. it was someone else that was older. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish I was the next generation that was coming into it. But it's fine. Well, I would love to visit your beautiful country. You will. Hopefully fun. one day when I get married one and stuff. When obviously when we get married, we have to go home and get like blessings. Yes, Greg, we cannot be gay there. We cannot. Oh, yeah. that's gonna oh be hard. this is something okay. I wanted us to talk about today. <laughs> okay. Because Uganda just was, it's in the news everywhere. It's in the news every. And Whoa. I remember when I My brought country. it. I brought it up to Uganda. Nancy last week and yeah, I was like, so did. Nancy, how do you feel about your country? Wanted to kill gay not people. Surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Okay, remember that one time when um, Obama was doing the gay thing and did he sign the gay marriage into law? Yeah, something like it that. It was like a whole thing. Yeah. And the whole world was just having their own reactions to uh-huh. it. And it kind of, of course, what the U.S. does, does impact like on a global scale, mm-hmm. right? So when that happened, there were things that were happening happening in my country and you wouldn't know unless you were like of course from my country and basically in our constitution it does say that anyone that's found out to be gay is gonna be um killed or what is it called death row or whatever it is so the scandal was we have like this newspaper it's very salacious it's like a tmz mm-hmm. it just gives like salacious stories mm-hmm. basically what happened the next day it broke it was like a list of people that are supposedly gay that is insane and no one proved anything nothing if your name was on that list like neighbors were people were just killing people Oh my no. god. Yeah, prosecuting them. Like even if you weren't gay or anything like that and your name was on that list, the next day was like a whole thing. People are rioting. It was bad. Oh my goodness. So this was back in the you know. So this time whenever they were passing the law and all of that, I'm not surprised. It's just like that. Yeah, so they if you if you haven't heard, they they passed a law like criminalizing yeah. being homosexual. Ah, uh, what am I gonna do country. at your wedding? Not not be gay. Just don't act gay. Apparently, right. Apparently, that's easy for me. Ah, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) But I can't bring a plus one. No, but the thing is, you know. But do you know? (laughs) You can. Do you know what's funny though? I don't. You guys, if you're really into like African men and all of that, there are some African men that are very um, feminized. Yeah, very flamboyant. And also African men dress flashy and all of that. So, bro, like for me, when I'm walking around, I'm like, you give me gator. Yeah. You know, so, but you're over here criticizing everyone else. Like, I have friends that are gay that you could never know are gay. And you're acting more gay than they are. Well, I appreciate Nancy because she's known about me since the beginning of uh, of our relationship, and she's before known... you even told her, right? Before, yeah, before, I know. I found before, out from someone else before I even told her, <laughs> and she has loved me and supported me throughout yeah. this whole, um, you know, lifestyle. And... But why wouldn't I? I think it's like it's none of my business. Yeah, and I, I, I could, could be I a martyr and you still love me. Yeah. <laughs> True. And I could just appreciate, you know, my friends who support me and are still in my life and, 
you know, as we continue on this journey, because I support them. Did you, know? you lose any friends whenever they found out that you were gay? Um, I, I don't think I don't I've think lost so. any I friends. I don't think you've gone through, like, no. you know, the sob stories on I'm very TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm very selective as it is when it comes to, to friends, my people that I call my friends. I, I, I use that term very, um, I don't use, use it lightly. Loosely, right. Same. Yeah. So, yeah, I just appreciate all my friends who are in my life and do support me. And I remember when I found out, I was very did, did, supportive. Did anything what? happen to you? Like, did you lose any friends? Did I lose any friends? I don't think so. Um, I had friends that, I had one best friend that I grew up with and I just never told him. And then he, I had and told him. he didn't know? He found out through some, someone else and he was like, I'm mad you didn't tell me yourself like i had to find out from somebody else and multiple people did that and i guess it was my bad because i didn't want anybody to know but then other people that i didn't no, care about found out yeah and they got pee, back to my actual friends all right thanks everybody for listening to another episode of let me finish um i hope you all enjoyed this episode how do you all feel about it well, I mean, Nancy did not disappoint. Yes, not We're at all. We're definitely going to bring her back. And Nancy, <laughs> can you just like uh, roll us, get us out of this episode in Ugandan? In Ugandan? Oh, I was waiting for an offensive question. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing good until the end. Okay, let's pause. There is, no, it's okay. I think people need to know. I'll give you an outro, but the little tidbit is Greg. Okay. There's no language called Ugandan. Just like, you know, I feel like when people say Mexican, it's offensive because they speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. That's basically, but then the the catch is, the gag is, though. The gag is? What? It could be worse. They could ask you what your African name is. Right. Oh. <laughs> like all that of your boyfriends do when they first meet that me. That's an inside joke, everybody. Did you enjoy yourself on the podcast? I really did. I'm a talker. You are. You, you always went, been. You went really fast. I, I kind of want to talk forever. Well, you know, we got, a, sh- we got, we got a show to run. So. No, that's fine. You, you have to have a teaser. Yeah. Until right. people are begging for me. <laughs> then yes. I'll just have a. I'll just do the podcast. I'll be like, they're all missing today. I'm guest sitting in for all of them. Right. <laughs> Noted. And I'll do like a live call in line. <laughs> call in. It's Sheila and Sheila. Yeah. Well, I hope masking their voice. Well, I hope everyone listening enjoyed this episode. Yes. We surely enjoyed this episode, and we definitely will have Nancy back um, another time. Thanks, Nancy. We us. love Thank you. you so You're much the light of our lives and the window in our sails. Yes. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Hope you have a great one. Catch you next time.